This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to another episode. I'm Sensei Michelle. I'm Sensei Jackie. I'm Landon. And I'm Sensei Jay. And we are so psyched to have our friend from across the pond, Sifu Rob Jones, with us. Hi, and welcome. Hi, and thank you very, very much for the invitation yet again to four wonderful people. It's always a pleasure. Always. So last year, Sifu Jones and I, and I believe you were there too, Sensei Jackie, yes. we were talking and we were sharing ideas. And what came up was a pretty controversial subject, which is gun laws. Yes. We were comparing gun laws in the UK, which you're somewhat of an expert on, and gun laws in the US, which we are not experts on, but we did a little research. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken here, that I wrote, you are a gun instructor in the UK. No, no, no. I What I do is I do a lot of shooting, uh, okay. you know, for the farmer and what have you, for vermin control. Vermin um, control. I used, yeah, I used to do um, handguns um, at, the, at the range, but in 1993, that stopped because uh, all handguns had to be handed in and the handgun was abolished in the uk oh i didn't know that but that gets us right at jumping right into the subject so what we were talking about that day a year or so ago was the difference between the laws in the uk and here in america so what we're interested in is you giving us some of the information about the laws over there in the uk i did not know that one about the handguns that's interesting to me and that yeah. exists today also oh absolutely if you're in possession of a handgun i.e. the criminal element, um, <laughs> you would uh, spend anything up to 30 years in jail. So aren't there exceptions to that, like you can get special permits? or did No. I... Well, there is. Yes, there is. There's only one specific exception, and that is for humane disposal of an animal. And there's only a few in the, uh, in the UK that have them. Most farmers have them. But it's basically veterinary um, reasons to put down an animal if in distress or if it needs culling. That is very interesting because I thought when we talked a year ago, you told me that there were a lot of exceptions in the different laws. What about with the with the rifles and the shotguns? Well, the, the shotguns and the rifles, which I have both, they're both clusters firearms. I have a semi-automatic rifle, and that is completely different. That is classed as a firearm. The shotgun is a firearm, but it's not classed as a firearm. What's it classified as? I'll give you, for instance, a shotgun license is completely different to a firearms license. How so? Well, the shotgun has got a limited range, and it's got a cartridge instead of one bullet. Mm -hmm. But with, with, the, um, with the one bullet scenario... We do have black powder with uh, black powder rifles that only shoot one uh, one bullet. They have to have what they call a black powder license or your musket. That's a completely different license altogether. So, so far, I'm counting four different licenses. You've got a rifle license that a person could apply that's, for. No, that that's a firearm certificate. And a shotgun certificate is a completely different certificate. But the... Um, firearm certificate only covers rifles. Only covers rifles, yes. You're you're restricted even to the caliber of the rifle. If you're doing uh, deer culling or you're actually culling on a, 
say, Lord Denby's estate, so as to speak, or the Duke of Argyll's estate in Scotland, you'd be shooting on thousands and thousands of acres. Now, those people there have gamekeepers. Okay, you would call them wardens. We call them gamekeepers. And what happens is that they can have a rifle sent to fire. Now, the center fire is one bullet. Now, there's different categories of ammunition that you can use. Mine is only limited to a 2-2 rimfire. That is completely different to a gamekeeper's rifle like a 303 or a 7.32 or whatever. So there's a lot of restrictions related to the class of ammunition, class of weaponry. That makes total sense. I, I mean, I understand what he's saying. Don't you guys understand that? I understand. It just, yes. it just so happens that a twenty-two rifle is, spoiler alert, my favorite. <laughs> it's uh, the rifle I've got is a, like a AK-47. And it is the like it or it's not like it? Oh, it's very similar to an AK-47. Wow. I want to go back to the uh, hunting aspect and the gamekeeper aspect of it. When you have the uh, large estates like that, do they still have a lot of organized hunts like we would see traditionally? Like fox hunts and things like that. Yeah. Um, there's a problem on at the moment. There's an infection going on with the red deer. And hmm. uh, there's quite a controversy over that because um, what they're trying to do is because they've got a disease, they have to cull in excess of over 2,000 red deer. Oh, because otherwise they'd spread it throughout the whole of the UK. Right. And people are going up in arms about it. But may I stress, this is my own opinion. If you've got a disease going through the whole of the UK, you've got to do something about it as well as the USA. It's a bit like rabies. You get rabies going, you have to cull them. Yes. And I think we, we've seen it over here, not so much with animals, but with uh, the tree population. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's right? it. And it spreads also because, as it turns out from documentaries I've seen, trees are also very alive in their root system that they connect to one another in those big forests. And we had that blight where it, it took out all of our orange trees. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, you, we had Dutch elm disease, which uh, yeah. Yeah. down um, ooh, thousands and thousands of acres. And now we've got uh, a disease that with the ash trees. And they've got to be cut down as well. So our forest is getting smaller and smaller. Worldwide problem. So we're going to have to figure out some plans for that. But we here today are not going to figure that one out, are we? No. <laughs> you see, with, 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 our, with our gun laws, the restrictions before you even get it is unbelievable. Can, may I give you a few examples? Awesome. Please. Okay. Well, we'll start with number one. First of all, your property has got to be inspected by the police. And hmm. this is the licensing, uh, firearms and licensing department. Your property has to have an alarm on the house. If it hasn't got an alarm, you don't get your license. If you ask for a firearms or shotgun application form, that will take about two to three weeks, possibly longer. Then when you filled it in, your firearm licensing authority You've got a questionnaire with uh, quite a few questions. And if you filled any of that in incorrectly, it gets sent back to you and you have to redo it. And that will take approximately another four weeks. Oh. Then you have to um, give them the permission to contact your doctor 
for psychological reports. If you do not give that uh, permission, no license. Hmm. So they can go into your medical records. Then the police check hmm. for your CRB, your criminal record background. This can go back to the year dot. And this will also include if you do not put down any traffic violations, you could possibly lose that license also. So if you've got parking tickets, speeding tickets, you have to inform them of that. Hold on, because I love that line, because now I'm going to tell you a piece of trivial information. Never had a traffic ticket since AJ. So he would pass that one with flying colors, right? That's so cool. And me. I've had so, many, so I can't. I, <laughs> I can't even name them. <laughs> well, actually, right. I, had, I had two, and I was not speeding in either case. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, no, no. Okay, back so, to it, and I'm sorry I interrupted. No problem. You carry on. No, the traffic violations include speeding, DUI, theft, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. If you have a criminal record, no license. Oh, wow. Okay, any of the police deemed uh, inapplicable. The application will automatically be declined. Wow. If if the above is in order, then we go to the next stage. You must have purchased A, a gun safe, fit for purpose, and the guidelines are specific. Some of the gun cabinets may require a graded steel case. This must be separate from your ammunition, which must be affixed into another room, not in the same room as your firearm. And it must be out of eye shot and it must be locked at all times. If I'm carrying my shotgun, I have to carry my shotgun license. If I'm carrying my firearms, then I have to carry my firearm certificate. When you're carrying the gun and you've got your license, you obviously you have the ammunition on you. So it's in a carry on bag or something like that, right? Correct. It has to be separate and it must not be loaded into the magazine. Okay. Keep going. It must be out of eye shot and you must not mix the ammunition or the weapon. In other words, you can't use a live round with a shotgun cartridge and you have to have them completely separate as well as the guns. You can't put the shotgun with the rifle. You can't put the rifle with the shotgun. It's got to have two separate safes. I understand. Wow, that is a lot. Then the police visit your property. This could be unannounced visit on the spot. So what happens is they got a spot check, they knock on the door, Mr. Jones, yes, you have two uh, firearms on, on your property, yes, we have seen that you have an alarm on your property, could we come and please inspect your gun cabinet? The gun cabinet must not be in view. Oh, okay. That has to be put away completely separate, etc., etc., like you can't have it in your living quarters. Or it has to have, if it is in your living quarters, must have a specified gun room and safe or everything's got to be locked up. Wait, will you That's, repeat that last one again? If it, Sorry, if it is in your living quarters, like downstairs in your living room, uh-huh. the gun room must be secured at all times and inaccessible to any of the member of the family. Ah. Oh. Okay, so what happens then is the police can then visit your property unannounced. Then what they do is that they um, check to see that everything is in order. My gun safes are bolted to the wall. After visiting your home, 
what they then do is go to the uh, property that you are shooting it on, i.e. farmer's land or a gun club. And if it's a gun club, it's already been inspected. But if it's farmland, then they have to go out and check the farmland for the acreage for fit for purpose for that rifle. Now, the shotgun certificate turned around that you must have a minimum of 10 acres. Hmm. Do you have both permits, the rifle and the shotgun? Indeed, I have. And um, do you I, have a shotgun? Indeed, I have. I've got two. I've got a Parker Hale side-by-side -side and a Rosini over-under. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, if, if I'm not mistaken, shotgun shells also come in sizes. Absolutely right. That is, is totally immaterial. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just have curiosity. Yeah. Totally immaterial. It doesn't matter what size shotgun cartridges you've got. Um, I I use, for game, I use anything from fours to sixes. Got it. For pigeons and uh, vermin and squirrels, etc., because the grey squirrel is absolutely devastating our landscape because they kill all the songbirds and Ooh. it kills all the red squirrels. Um, I had heard that. I had heard they were killing all the red squirrels. And yeah. if I'm not mistaken, they are invasive from our country to yours. That was the black squirrel, the oh. uh, the, gray, the, gray, <laughs> the gray squirrel as well. Yeah. Okay. Back on track now. I know I get us off track too many times. No problem. After the above, you receive your firearm shotgun license. No member of the public can own a handgun or an automatic rifle or must not own any ammunition that is not fit for purpose for your shotgun or your firearm. This gives you jail time. Oh, I see. Number 11, you have purchased your weapon. You must inform the police immediately when they come to your home and inspect the weapon. Uh, even though you have told them they've got it, they come out and they inspect it and they inspect where you're keeping your ammunition, where mm. you're keeping your gun. If it's an approval, then we put on your license type, what weapon, what caliber, how many weapons, how many um, rounds of ammunition you are allowed. The shotgun ammunition is unlimited. So how often do those random inspections come? Is it like once a year, twice a year? What's the deal there? Whenever they want. But just in your experience, I just have curiosity about it. I have curiosity about everything, don't I, guys? I'm a problem here. That's the no problem. They normally come about three times in five years. That's when you've got to renew your license. All righty. So that's where it is. Got it. You know what? I want to take a pause for a minute, and I want to let Sensei Jay pick it up here and say, I don't want to get into every gun law, in, even federal, in America, because it's complicated. But generally speaking, is it okay with you if you just say real quick the idea of, like, you know, getting your concealed permit ages, the stuff like that? because if there's probably not a lot of people who listen who don't already know the gun laws, but there might be one or two who don't know our gun laws here in America. So yeah. that's the whole point is the comparison. Do you do you follow what I mean? I understand perfectly because the person in in our country, just a quick um, clarification, you can't hold a shotgun or a firearm unless you are above 18 years of age. And that includes an air rifle. Oh, oh. 18 years of age. Okay, you're up, Sensei Jay. To legally own a, a gun here or to purchase a rifle or a shotgun or a pistol, you have to go through a 
federal check. And there is a waiting period of three to seven days before you can walk out with the gun. Now, if you get your concealed weapon permit, you are permitted to walk into a gun store, purchase that gun, and walk out with it. No waiting period. No waiting period. Okay, just a quick uh, note on that. From applying for a license to actually getting it, adding up all the weeks, that would take in approximately possibly six to nine months. Wow. With the concealed weapons permit, you can carry the pistol with you. Well, one of the laws is that it has to be concealed. Now, a lot of states have or are trying to push for open carry mm-hmm. where you can wear it on your side like Wyatt Earp. But as long as it's concealed, you can carry your firearm anywhere, with the exceptions of anywhere that serves alcohol, schools, and federal government buildings or local government buildings, such as a courthouse, etc. But other than that, Boy, I had no idea. I'm sitting here, I don't know the proper word, surprised of the restrictions and laws that you have in in Britain. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a for instance, and uh, I find it quite ironic, really. When we finish shooting, because we do a lot of control for the rabbits and what have you, et cetera, et cetera. When we put it in our bag, which you have to You can't leave it in your car. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed a weapon in your car. You have to take it everywhere you go, providing it's covered up. Now, this is how ridiculous this is. When we finish shooting, we put the shotgun in the bag and we go to the pub. (laughs) I'm not joking for a quick bite because we walk miles. So they're right. It's time for a quick bite. So we walk in there and it's ridiculous. And this is absolutely gospel truth. The landlord of that pub cannot refuse to serve you that is so ironic because we have the opposite wow so lynn and here's my question have you or have you not found this to be so interesting there's a very stark contrast that's for sure yeah that's that is for sure i mean the contrast is so if if that law about carrying your firearm in, in into a pub or a bar some of these boys here would be walking in with bazookas to get up here. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we all have an interest in firearms. So I thought it would be a great way to finish up just saying, you know, just, do you just, like the, the small, shorter pistol type gun better than the long? Or do you like um, the rifle better than the shotgun? So you go first, well, Sifu. What do you like? Well, basically what it is, is that um, it depends on what you're shooting. I like my rifle because it's got a longer range. The shotgun is close range, i.e. the the squirrels and what have you in the trees. But that's only going through. I use the shotgun now and again. I come across uh, old loppy lugs, which we call rabbits. Um, I'll use the shotgun because it's uh, it's a much closer range. And uh, away we go. That's funny. Okay, I'm going to agree with rifles. Rifles are my favorite. How about you, Sensei Jay? I like my rifle. I don't have a favorite again. It, it, it's for what purpose you're going to use it. But what I always have with me is a pistol. Yeah, he's a pistol guy. Landon, do you want to weigh in on this? No, thank you. He's going to vote no on this. 
And how about you, Sensei Jackie? I just have a lot less experience than either of you in shooting. So what I've shot the most is a revolver at a range. And I like that target shoot feeling. Good one. So as Jay just stated, I am surprised and amazed at all the different facts. Aren't you guys? Completely. Unbelievable. And we want to thank you so much for sharing all this knowledge. And I think our listeners will be interested and intrigued as well. Now, if you do have anything to give us feedback on, you're going to give us feedback at? We're all over the web at Wildcat Dojo. You can find us at our website on wildcatdojo.com. Send us an email at dojoconversations at aol.com or on Instagram at wildcatdojoconversations. And of course, we can't leave today without thanking Honor Athletics for being our number one best sponsor in the world. (laughs) She doesn't sell firearms, guys, but she sells all your other martial arts needs. That's it. You can uh, reach her by going down in the show notes. Just scroll down and click the link. You can give her a call at 770-945-5150. And mention us, Wildcat Dojo, for a 10% discount. Thank you for that. And thank you as well, Sifu Jones. What a pleasure it was. It was absolutely fantastic talking to you guys yet again. And I hope uh, everybody over the pond found it interesting and um, that you reply to Wildcat Dojo for your feedback. (laughs) I hope so too. But it is always a pleasure to talk to you. My pleasure. Start my goodbye, Sensei Jackie. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Sifu Rob Jones. Please take care. And vice versa. Thank you. And on that note, I'm going to sign us off. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.